from Babylon and Culture Contrarian. I just wanted to create this very brief audio clip so I could share it on various social media sites instead of trying to cut and paste. This comes from a Supreme Court ruling in the city of Dallas versus Mitchell. And it had to do with granting or denying permits to construct a grocery store and a drugstore on a corner lot in the city of Dallas. And the, the township within Dallas was preventing the property owner from constructing this particular structure. And it wound up making it all the way up to the Supreme Court. But when we get into the Supreme Court, they there was a, a motion for a rehearing. And there was something very specifically written into the record into this motion of rehearing. And I wanted to read this directly, word for word, so people can get a sense of where we are today. And it begins, our theory of government and governmental powers is wholly at variance with that urged by the appellant and herein. The rights of the individual are not derived from governmental agencies, either municipal, state, or federal, or even from the Constitution. They exist inherently in every man by endowment of the Creator and merely reaffirmed in the Constitution and only restricted and excuse me, restricted only to the extent that they have been voluntarily surrendered by the citizenship to the agencies of government. The people's rights are not derived from the government, but the government's authority comes from the people. The Constitution but states again these rights already existing, and when legislative encroachment by the nation, state, or municipality invade these original and permanent rights, it is the duty of the courts to so declare and to afford the necessary relief. The fewer restrictions that surround the individual liberties of the citizen, except those for the preservation of the public health, safety, and morals, the more contented the people and the more successful the democracy. Folks, there's a key word that popped up in there and I just want to point it out again. Let me get back to that section. Shoot. Mm. It's based upon the people's... Here it is. To the extent that they have been voluntarily surrendered by the citizenship to the agencies of government. Keywords, voluntarily surrendered. Folks, you are not voluntarily surrendering. When I make statements about permissions and license and permits and fees, those are tied to threats, coercion, intimidation, and duress. That if you do not comply to these threats, the intimidation and coercion, to get this freedom you so desire, how could you be doing it voluntarily? 
Are you volunteering to be threatened? Are you volunteering to be coerced? See, we have, we've lost sight of how the power is administered over top of us. And that's why I'm, I constantly am referring to 18 U.S.C. 242 and 42 U.S.C. 1983. These two U.S. codes specifically call out that it is unlawful to threaten, intimidate, coerce, or place someone in duress to falsely imprison them, to kidnap them. There's a gentleman out there on YouTube who is high and mighty and trying to overturn Terry v. Ohio, and I am 100% behind the man because it has now gotten to the point that a government agent can come up and threaten you and intimidate you and surround you simply because they utter the words suspicion. And there's no definition around the word suspicion for those in enforcement. It's a subjective. Now, they have to use the totality of the circumstances, and they're going to have to come up with evidence that supports probable cause. But unfortunately, folks, evidence is lacking. And what has taken the place of evidence is narrative. We, the people, need to have an objective record of our own evidence. We need to be the surveillance state of ourselves in the face of a growing tyranny, which the narrative is continually to repress the citizens in court after court after court after court. We are destined to lose. There is no logical basis that we can succeed against the casino that is actually printing the money. It's worse than the casino. The casino has laws in which they can have to operate within on the games that are rigged in their favor. And they can always go down to the vault and pull out more chips. But when you're dealing with our government... There is no budget that runs dry for them. The government doesn't generate revenue. They just redistribute what they collect through extortion of us. You may not like those words, but just go down this mental path. If you own a piece of property, what happens to that piece of property if you choose not to pay the taxes on that property? And tell me you aren't extorted to live on that property. Very interesting. But I thought it was very interesting when I was reading through this that it's only restricted only to the extent that they have been voluntarily surrendered by the citizenship to the agencies. Folks, all of these actions that have been taking place within schools across the country are based upon voluntary surrender. And yes, you have been threatened. You have been intimidated. Your children have been coerced. They've been put in duress. They've been socially isolated. They've been medically manipulated. They've been placed in continuous duress. But that is all based upon voluntary surrender. Now, you may not like the fact that you have voluntarily surrendered. I understand that. Nobody likes to acknowledge that they've been put in this place to voluntarily surrender. 
because not voluntarily surrendering puts you in that domain of being a victim of those threats, intimidation, coercion, duress, and potential violence. But eventually, we are all going to be pushed into the position of voluntary surrender and just bend your neck and be happy. As Schwab says, you're going to own nothing and you'll be happy. That's where our trajectory is quite rapidly. You can feel it right now. Depends upon your, your personal financial means. You're feeling that pressure pushing down on you that you're going to be disappointed that in order to fuel your cars, you're going to have to stop your Netflix subscription. Oh, no. Or because your food is gone up by 15, 20%, that you may have to reduce your bandwidth on your internet connection. Those discretionary funds now are part of survival. It's up to us to be the fourth branch of the government. My hope is not very high because I understand human nature and that the freedom that I enjoy is only that which I can claim it that can stand in and on. And I recognize that there are times where the threat is so real close and imminent danger is there that I will voluntarily surrender. I know I am doing it, that my action is a submission to that authority because I don't want to fight that authority in that moment. But there are moments where I will stand in the face of that authority and say I'm not going to voluntarily surrender my Fourth Amendment, my First Amendment, and even my Fifth Amendment rights, which are merely codified. These are inalienable rights, unalienable rights that are just reaffirmed in our founding document. And that founding document has been just absolutely put in the shredder through Supreme Court precedent to kind of put the burden on us to make it very hard to stand in those rights. And you know, I don't want to complain about that because I am partly responsible in my upbringing for not having that knowledge. And I got that knowledge later in my life. And I should have been more active much younger. But that's water over the dam. I am now the dam now. And I have fortified my dam. And I'm going to stand firm. I was just listening to a, a video broadcast of um, pro professional fighting, the MMA. And they were interviewing, a, I don't know, a, a featherweight MMA fighter. And they were asking him questions about the Ukraine. And this guy's like, a, I don't know, a Rust Belt Arkansas dude. And he was saying, man, I'm not going to Ukraine. You're not going to make me go over there and fight anybody. I'll wait until the fight comes onto my ground. And I'll dig my heels into the Arkansas soil. And I will stand on what I have built and what I've... I'll fight right here. I will defend what I have here, but I'm not going in to fight somebody else's battle. There's big enough, hard enough stuff happening right in our own backyard. Amen, brother. Amen. So I'll stake my claim here. I choose not to voluntarily surrender when at all possible, but when the threat is real, I can feel it, I can touch it, I can smell it, depending upon where I am and who I might be 
involved through association. My wife or daughter may not want to put them in that position, may not want to, but there are times where it is absolutely mandatory based upon my own personal worldview, my desire to stand free for myself. I'm not doing it for other people. I can't claim freedom for you. I cannot claim freedom for anyone. And I'm not going to complain about it absent of doing something about it. The only investment in my bank willing to write a check in the fight for freedom is based upon my own knowledge and what I'm willing to do. I don't expect anybody else to spend a dime for my freedom. Not a dime. So I won't ask for that dime. I hope this was helpful. I thought it was very, very enlightening for myself. Reaffirming, I should say, that I'm not off some beaten path. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a wackadoo, no doubt. But I thought this was important to share. Everybody have a great day. This is Modern Babylon and Cultural Contrarian. Take care.